Hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I'm Bridget Pennington. So today we're going to talk about the effects of the coronavirus on your fund. Hope you guys enjoy. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I'm Bridger Pennington. So today we're going to talk about the coronavirus and its effects on the markets, on your fund, and what to do. So last night, I was with my team. We had a team meeting, and we started to discuss the effects of what the coronavirus could have on our fund. Now, my fund, as I've told you guys before, we do, I would call it micro loans, micro lending to small businesses across America. I mean, we're doing anywhere from five to 30 grand in these small short-term loans to small business owners are starting up. And it's a lot more complicated than that, but that's kind of our, our person that we lend to. And we're talking like, man, if, if this really takes effect in a stronghold in the United States, what effect does that have on our business? For example, as of today, the CDC's report says that there are around in, on the planet. Now, we don't know if this is true. We don't know if China is hiding cases or North Korea or South Korea. We have no clue. But of confirmed cases of the CDC, at least, it says around 73,000 people have the coronavirus or have had it, been confirmed, and around 2,500 have died. And that's a rough estimate. Like, we have no clue uh, what's going on in North Korea, for instance. If, if one case gets out in North Korea, I mean, I don't. they do not have the, the infrastructure to protect and to help people. I mean, they're going to be they're, they're gonna be wiped off the map. I'm, I'm really scared for what happens. If And now, I, before we die in this episode, I'm not, gonna, I'm not here, like, sounding the alarm or anything. But it's something to be very uh, interested in. So, China, major, major, that's where it started, right? Like, Wuhan uh, province, Wuhan city. They have quarantined 58 million people in China. To put that in perspective, that's like quarantining the entire West Coast of the United States. Pretty much the Rocky Mountains West quarantine that area. Which is just insane. Like what would you do? Like what happens to the economy when that takes effect? Now we've seen the markets this last week totally tank and been all over the place because of the virus. They don't know what's happening with businesses that have factories in China that are, that are uh, you know, doing business in China or around the world where things halt and slow down. For example, China, in early this year, they predicted that the Chinese would spend about $1.5 billion, billion with a B, $1.5 billion at the movie theaters. They've spent $5.5 million, million with an M, dollars right? No one's going to the movies in China. Like, it, like, why would you go to the movies? Everyone's quarantined. No one wants to get sick, right? Think about the effects of what that happens. Those people, they get laid off. The, the leases still do, right? So those, all those movie theaters are going to go bankrupt, right? Because they, ha- they still have to pay their leases and their property taxes, whatever, you know, all the bills are still there, the fixed costs, but they have no customers. So we're looking at this in the United States. If the outbreak now, they've, they've, they've had like less than hundred United States is very small, but the CDC came out and said, it's not a matter of if the virus comes, it's a matter of when the virus comes and what are you going to do about it? So for us, it was like, man, if, if the virus hits here and we lend to a lot of small businesses, what are we going to do about it? And, uh, like, you know, no one's going to be re, you know, buying paint 
from the painter that we just lent to or getting a haircut from the hairdresser or, you know, going down and going to the boutique for to buy women's clothes. If everyone's quarantined, they might still be going to like Home Depot, right? To like board up their house or they might be going to the grocery store to buy food, but they're not going to be doing hospitality. They're not going to be going on vacation. Airlines are going to be shut down. Think of the effects of just an airline getting shut down. Airlines in general, you don't have gas, you don't have employees, airport workers, right? All those security people are now out of work. They're going to default on their payments, on their mortgages, they're defaulting on their credit cards because they have no income coming in. And we, we asked the question, like if we had, you know, so we gave someone a loan and they're, you know, quarantine, something's going on. Are they going to pay us back first? Or are they going to go buy like medical kits and food for their family? Like, obviously they're going to go buy that stuff before they pay us back our loan. And so we were like, crap. Like if this virus breaks out, we're going to probably have anticipate a lot of defaults in our debt fund. And we're, we're have a debt fund, right? Obviously that's, that's a huge risk in the United States. Other funds as well. You have you know, real estate funds. People are, you know, rent is still due at the end of the month. They don't have jobs now. They don't have income. Businesses are, are halted. If the economy halts, like if, if people are quarantined, the economy halts and people aren't making their mortgages or not making their, their lease payments or their rent payments. You know, if you're in retail, if you're in office spaces, you're going to maybe have some missed payments and you've still got to pay the bank, right? And we were looking at a private equity deal. I mean, every single business injury will be affected by this if it comes. Now, this is if, this is not sounding alarm, but I'm just walking through. So we're in our meeting last night, like, crap, like, what do we do? What are some steps that we can put in place to figure this out? So we, at least on our team, our first step would be, obviously, we're not going to originate new loans, right? We cease our new loans. And we have clauses, we've already set this up in our contracts that say we can get our money back at any time. We're doing short-term loans, they're, you know, they're four to six weeks long. So we're not that far out, but still there's, we have a four to six week window where people could default on us. They shouldn't, but they might, especially if there's a huge virus outbreak. So we were like, okay, we'll stop doing new loans. How are we going to get the money back with people? Are we going to, you know, work with them? Or are we going to just get all the money back as fast as possible? And we walked through a step-by-step plan of, what we would do if, you know, it, it reached pandemic levels in the United States. I'm, I'm bringing this up because I want you to start thinking about what you would do in your business, right? What, and not even if you don't even run a fund at all, maybe you're working right now. What's your, what's the impact on your business right now? And I'm sure the executives of every business in America are asking the same question right now. How does this affect our business as it spreads? Italy's been, a, you know, a bunch of cities in Italy quarantined. Uh, South Korea, no one can go to school. All schools are closed. Japan's getting shut. I mean, it's like Iran. It's just been slowly spreading. And um, we'll see if if they can figure it out, if they can stop it. And hopefully it doesn't keep continuing. It's very sad what's going on. But um, you can see the markets are taking a huge, investors and, and big hedge funds are you know pulling out of position, shorting the market because of these effects. We might be wanting to do the same thing. Because we thought, it's funny, a few months ago, Goldman Sachs, their economist came out and said, the, the, the economy is pretty much recession proof is what they said. And uh, now they said, it's obviously something's going to happen, but right now it's very recession proof. The, the Fed is you know, lowering rates. There's tons of money in the markets. And uh, sometimes you just don't expect a virus to come through the entire world. I mean, a hundred years ago, you had the influenza, right? Killed more people than World War I and World War II combined. That virus came through completely halted the entire planet. And they figured out the virus actually really cool. They, they found uh, that people that grew up on farms weren't affected by the virus as much. And they would just get a, a mild cold. They wouldn't get that sick. And they, they figured out from having livestock around you, you built up immunities to 
the flu. And that's where that kind of the, the first flu vaccination and flu shot came from was from that. It's pretty cool, right? Um, so hopefully they figure out something like that. But at the same time, markets, economies halt, especially when people are quarantined to their house. Now, maybe uh, online spending will go up. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't think that, uh, but definitely, you know, survival gear, face masks. Um, I was actually talking to a few friends, a few friends the other day. They went to, they went around to try to buy like Walgreens or whatever to buy those face masks. They're gone. They, they, I had a, a buddy went to four different stores, could not find them. Finally went to the ER, walked in and said, Hey, can I borrow, um, a few, a couple of face masks? And they said, you can, because you asked, there are people coming in every day, grabbing, you know, dozens and dozens of them, just stealing them. And they never asked, but because you asked, you can have some, um, hospitals and, and people are trying to prepare for this. Anyways, I'm telling you to prepare your fund, prepare your business. Now it might not happen at all. It might be a total thing, but you, it's better to be prepared than to be, uh, scrambling at the last minute. So hopefully this episode is a quick episode, but I wanted to tell you what I've been thinking about, what's been weighing on my shoulders a little bit uh, about and what our teams have been putting into place as a precautionary measure if this coronavirus really does hit America hard. When the average American doesn't have $400 in a medical emergency, they don't have $400 cash to pay that medical emergency. That's a recent stat. I mean, are they going to be able to pay rent, mortgage? Uh, Are they going to be able to make their car payments? Are they going to be able to um, businesses, are they going to make their payments to you if you're running money to businesses or, or other, um, anyways, whatever your niche is in the fund world. So hopefully that helps. Anyways, love you guys. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, you want to interview me on your show? Well, guess what you can now. I've had a lot of people reach out to me lately that want me to be on their podcast on the YouTube channel and I want to do it. So go to interviewbridger.com. You can click the links and schedule a time to bring me on your show and I would love to be on there. It's interviewbridger.com and I'll see you there. Bye.